You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome to another prayer edition of A Bigger Life podcast. My goal for this time and these times is that you're going through your day, maybe this is how you start your day, or or you're going through your day and you sense a need to recalibrate, reboot. You sense a need to spend some time in prayer. And maybe a great way to do that would be to just either put on some headphones or get your smartphone out and play this podcast. Maybe you lay down on a couch or maybe you lay down on a bed or maybe you just sit in a chair and you sort of start the podcast and you just sort of close your eyes and let... Me guide you in a time of 10 minutes of prayer, reading uh, part of the Bible and praying, and you can make my prayer your prayer. And it's a way for you just to sort of reboot, recalibrate, re-center yourself uh, with God as your focus, which is actually what we're going to talk about today. The weather outside today is uh, the opposite of yesterday. Yesterday was, uh, at the time we did the podcast at least, it was in the 70s and sunny, uh, sunny day in March. Today is gloomy, gray, and the temperature's in the 30s. And so it has that feel. All the trees, of course, have no leaves yet. It has that wintry, gloomy feel. And I always pay attention to the weather whenever I'm getting ready to pray. I'm usually either out on my porch or like I am today, and I will be for all these podcasts. My system is set up here in my study, and there's a window right here, and I'm looking out the window. And, you know, we're physical beings. We're corporal beings. We're in bodies. And we're in creation, we're in this world, we were created to be in this world that was good in Genesis 1, and we're created with bodies that's part of our soul, our bodies are part of who we are, and they're going to be resurrected when Christ returns and forever be renewed and restored in the kingdom of Christ. And so we live in our bodies today, and our faith is inside of our bodies, our faith is inside of our world that we live in, this world that will be restored one day. When Peter talks about the restoration of all things, when Christ returns in the book of Acts. And so we, I always acknowledge in some sense, mentally, emotionally, the weather, because it affects my mood, whether I'm cognizant of that or not, it always in many ways affects my prayers. Uh, And today reminds me that we live in a world that is awaiting restoration, awaiting renewal. It has that feeling to it in the air. And of course it has that feeling to it with the circumstances we are in, with the uh, virus alerts and the quarantining, uh, social distancing, and of course real people who are loved ones are dying. So we're living in a time when we definitely long for the restoration of all things. I'm looking Today at Psalm 16 again, we looked at the first part of it yesterday. I'm going to look at the second part of it today. Because in verse 8, David says, I have set the Lord, and again, there's that capital L-O-R-D. It's that way of the English Bibles translating that Hebrew name Yahweh, and I think we have to acknowledge that. There'll come a time where I acknowledge it less in these, but I just want to build the habit in all of us to acknowledge when we see God's name in Scripture that we would ascribe His name and and praise His name and the glory due His name, that He is the I Am. That's what Yahweh means. He is a play upon the Hebrew verb, He is. 
So I have set Yahweh, I have set He is, I have set the I am always before me, it says in verse 8. David says in verse 8, Because He is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. And what David's talking about, and again, David wrote all of his psalms in the context of fear. His life was not a life of uh, happy times with, with, with uh, you know, the 60s folk songs of flowers in the air, but this is a this is a time of fear for him. This is a time that uh, always his life is in danger. Always there are some who are trying to destroy him. He lived his life with the reality of dangers in this world. And so he learned through the, the school of life that there's two ways to live. One is to simply look at all of life horizontally, where you see your circumstances you see time past, time present, and time future in a horizontal kind of way. And you see the circumstances in your life horizontally, where you're having to deal with them horizontally. They're coming at you. You have to navigate. You have to choose your path carefully. You never know what's going to happen. The other way of looking at life is the way that David learned, the way I think we can learn by praying David's prayers is to look at life not just horizontally, we have to do that, but to look at life primarily vertically, to have this sense that, well, what he says here, I have set the I am always before me. That's a, that's a way of looking at life vertically, vertically being up and down, that, that God's presence overshadows and oversees every way that I see the horizontal. It's the lens by which I look at everything in my life, because he is at my right hand, he says, because the Lord is always before me, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. What David's not saying there is, is that nothing bad's going to happen to him because bad things happen to him. He knew more than anybody that God lets bad things happen. It's part of his plan. It's part of his path for us. But that what he's saying here is that because the I am is at his right hand, He's not going to be moved from his faith. He's not going to be moved from his vertical perspective. He's going to keep the I am. He's going to keep the God who is the source of all existence, the God who is infinite forever God, never a time eternity past, never a time eternity future when God is not the God of everything and control of everything, and he is the giver of all life, and he is always present. The I am is present right now, and that's why he says, I always before me. I have set the I am always before me because he is in the present tense at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Let me take some time right now and let's pray. Lord, the I am, Yahweh, I come before you right now and I acknowledge your presence here with me right now. You are the I am present in my present, present in my presence. You are always before me. I have set in my mind. I want to set in my mind. I want to set in my perspective, the way I see my circumstances, the way I see my life, the way I see all threats, all possibilities the way I see all potential worries, the things I'm anxious about, the ways I see all the what-ifs in my life, the what-ifs for my family, the what-ifs for my finances, the what-ifs for my health, 
the health of my loved ones, all the circumstances that I have to live my life in. They're the, they're the context in which I live, and they're the context in which you have placed me to live. But I have set the I am always before me. I don't want to lose sight of you. I want to see vertically, not just horizontally. I want to see you as present and as ruling over everything that is happening in my life. Because you are at my right hand. You are present right next to me. Always fully present right next to me. Because that is true. That is reality. You promise in your word that it's true. Jesus said that David wrote these psalms by the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit of God, your Holy Spirit, you, have inspired this prayer for us to pray to you. You want us to pray this prayer. Knowing that the reality is you are always with us. You are always before me. You are always at my right hand. I set you there in my thinking and my perspective. And so I will not be shaken. I will believe. I will trust in my fears, in my anxieties, in my worries. I want to see vertically and not just horizontally. David goes on to say in verse 11, the last verse of the psalm, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I think every Christian can say with full confidence the same thing, that God makes known. He makes known through his word. It's right there. It's right there in our hands if we want to look at it. He, does, he has already made known through the teachings of Jesus, through the teachings inspired by the Holy Spirit of all the authors of Scripture. He has made known to us the way of life, the path of life, life with a capital L. Jesus said that he was the life. He is the life. And he has made known to us true life, real life, not just this life, not just life that will end, not just life in the chaos of our circumstances here, but real life that he describes as pleasures forevermore. A life that is eternal, that Jesus talked about. He's the one who is eternal life, not just gives eternal life. So David, not really knowing what we know even, that God has made known to me, made known to you, the path of life, being in Christ, being with Christ, the path that he has for us, the way that he has for us, that we would choose to align ourselves with him, that we would choose to follow him on that path in your presence now, but also in the presence of God When Christ returns and we will be in his presence fully, visibly in his presence. In your presence there is fullness of joy. It reminds me of what Jesus said. I came that you might have joy and have it to the full. That that Jesus' whole mission was to give joy, bring joy back to his creation, back to his humanity. The path of life is the path of surrendering to Christ as our life. Christ is our King, Christ is our God, and therefore to be on the path that is toward the fullness of joy, 
The fullness of joy comes when we see vertically. Like he says in verse 9, Therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. This is not necessarily the same thing as I'm having fun. Sometimes there is deep-seated joy even when we're not having fun. Fun times are fleeting. Fun times aren't always even joyful. Joy is something that is far deeper. It comes from being on the path of life and being, well, what he says here, that, that at his right hand are pleasures forevermore, that in the presence of God, in your presence, he says, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I think when I think of David saying, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. If he is at our right hand, then we are at his right hand where there are pleasures forevermore. Seeing vertically now, but also seeing our future vertically, the path of joy, the fullness of joy, the path of life, the path of being at his right hand where there are pleasures forevermore. Heavenly Father, the Heavenly Father that Jesus told us to pray to. We come, I come and pray to you now and acknowledge that you have made known to me the path of life. I know what it is. I don't always choose it. I choose other paths that I think are life. I choose other paths. I choose other paths that I think are joy, that I think are pleasure. But I know deep down there is only one path, and that is Jesus as my King, Jesus as my Lord. There's only one path, and that's you, the I Am. You make known to me the path of life, and I choose life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. Everything else is a fleeting joy. Everything else is a fleeting fun. But there is fullness of joy forevermore in your presence now, but also fully in your presence when you return and we have a resurrection on a renewed and restored earth and renewed and restored bodies. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. This is your promise written by your Holy Spirit for us to believe and for us to set before us and to take right now and to make it how we see everything in our lives, to see vertically you're the path of life. You're the fullness of joy. You and only you are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.